0: Hi, I'm Barb Nangle. I'm the founder of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-Step Recovery Fellowship, and I don't claim to speak for any of them either. My hope is that you will find my words helpful in some way, whether you're in recovery or not. This is episode 73, Understanding Natural Consequences. If you're in recovery, whether it's because you have your own addiction, compulsion, or obsession, or you have those kind of people in your life, it's really helpful to understand the concept of natural consequences. Actually, it's a really important concept for parents, too natural consequences are the inevitable result of a person's actions. That person created the result. No one else interfered to create the consequence for them. I'm going to focus on negative consequences here, but natural consequences can be positive as well. So here are a couple of examples. The first one's recovery-related, the second one is not. So example one, When you wake up after a night of heavy drinking, that natural consequences might be you're on the front lawn and you have puke all over you, your clothes and your belongings. And this is because no one has cleaned you up and put you to bed. Example two, a child refuses to bring a raincoat and an umbrella to school and they come home drenched because of a downpour. The child's parent let the child be responsible for their choice and for the consequence of that choice. And no, in this kind of a situation, we don't say, I told you so. We let the natural consequences be the teachers. When we say, I told you so, we're using shame and shame is a horrible teacher, the person is more likely to be defensive about their choice. And it's hard to be rational when we're defensive and shamed. We want them to be in their rational mind when receiving the consequences of their choices, because learning is more likely to take place when we're in our rational minds. So we're helping the person make the connection between their choices and their behavior when no one intervenes that's what happens when we allow natural consequences. When you allow people to reap the natural consequences of their own behavior, you give them the opportunity to take control of their own lives. We are also establishing healthy boundaries for ourselves when we step out of the situation. And notice I said above, we give them the opportunity Just because we give someone an opportunity doesn't mean they're going to take it. But if you never gave them the opportunity, they can't learn from their own mistakes. Enabling is what stands in the way of natural consequences. In case you're not familiar with the term, enabling someone's behavior is when we fix, solve, or make the consequences for their behavior go away. It takes the teaching power away from life experience. There's no downside for the person's negative behavior when we enable them. When we don't enable people, negative consequences result from negative behavior. We want to let those negative consequences be felt and heard. So some basic examples of negative consequences might be failed grades, a missed social event, cold supper. These negative consequences can be powerful motivators for change. So here are some examples of the behavior connected to the negative consequence. So negative behavior, you neglect your homework. The consequence, failed grade. Negative behavior might be sleeping in late. And the natural consequence might be you miss out on an event. A negative behavior could be you're rude or aggressive. And the natural consequence could be people think that you're an asshole and they stay away from you. Uh, Negative behavior could be overspending. And the natural consequences could be debt you can't pay and creditors calling you and maybe you have to get another job. Another negative behavior could be you're always late for work. And the natural consequences could be your pay gets docked, you get disciplined, your boss is mad, your colleagues are mad. So we don't want to soften the outcomes or filter the results of other people's actions. You don't want to buffer or protect them. You become the problem in their mind in that case because they don't see or feel the results of their behavior. They see you nagging, bargaining, complaining, or whatever it is. They don't see your behaviors where you're doing the cleaning up and the buffering. So you and your bitching become the negative consequences, and therefore they think you are the problem, not them. When they don't face consequences, there's no reason to change, and you don't get peace. When you enable, your interference leads to the behavior you're trying to produce. So ask yourself, are you supporting recovery? Are you supporting healthy behavior? Or are you supporting addiction? Now, these natural consequences I'm talking about are doubly powerful when combined with positive reinforcement. By positive reinforcement, I mean praise for things well done. When we use both positive reinforcement and allow natural consequences, the person sees the connection between their behavior and the result. In other words, they get that they have an impact on their life and the world and that they matter. They learn from their mistakes. So to stop enabling, you want to identify negative consequences you can tolerate and let them speak for themselves. And I say identify consequences you can tolerate because some consequences we just can't allow, like drunk driving. You're not going to say, go ahead, drive, see if you kill somebody. So you want to decide what you can allow, but you have to think very critically about this. Make sure you're not doing this protect them from the reality of their choices. If you need help in discerning this, it's good to ask someone with healthy boundaries to help you figure out what's enabling their negative behavior and what's promoting and supporting healthy behavior. This could be from a good therapist or someone who's in a recovery program like Al-Anon, Codependents Anonymous, or Adult Children of Alcoholics and Dysfunctional Families, which is sometimes called ACA and other times called ACOA. Just make sure whoever you're asking help from is someone that has healthy boundaries. Now, if you're not already following me on Instagram, please do so. I'm at higher power coaching. I hope to see you there. That's it for today. Please share this episode with anyone who might find it helpful. If you like what you've heard here, you might be interested in private coaching with me. If that sounds like you, then head on over to barbchat.net, where you can get on my calendar for a free 20-minute consultation to help you make lasting changes in your life, like I've made deep, lasting changes in my life. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change, but I'll coach anyone who wants to be happy, joyous and free. So if that's you, then go to barbchat.net and get on my calendar. I'd love to chat with you. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast outlet. This helps other people find me. Thanks for listening.